This is special COVID-19 coverage on Your Health, a podcast of the Integrated Health and Social Services University Network for West Central Montreal. Hello and welcome to the Your Health podcast. Always great to have you along. I'm your host, Sean McMahon. You know, a strange thing has happened. On the surface, it seems as though the COVID-19 pandemic has driven us apart, forcing us to keep our distance from those around us. Yet somehow, it also brought us together. This episode of Your Health is the second half of a two-part series about support. Healthcare workers have been in tough for months, but thanks to the systems that are in place at CUS West Central Montreal, they're not in this alone. As we heard in part one of this series, sometimes help is just a phone call away. Whether it's our hotline for employees with symptoms or questions about COVID-19, or our crisis counseling hotline or employee assistance program for when someone may just need a shoulder to lean on when they're feeling like they have nowhere else to turn. But another vital element of support comes by way of prevention. In fact, there's an entire prevention team acting as an invisible guiding hand for staff day and night all throughout the year. But what exactly do they do and how has their focus shifted during the crisis? Let's find out. I'm joined by two of our finest from the CS West Central Montreal Prevention Team, Stéphanie Brisson, Head of Prevention in Occupational Health, Safety and Wellness, and Audrey Durachet-Jourdain, her colleague and personnel officer. Hi there, thanks for joining us. Hello. So your team is basically responsible for ensuring the safety of staff in their day-to-day lives within the CS, right? Which I would imagine, by the way, is maybe quite different from, say, the JGH to a long-term care facility or even a rehab facility. It seems like an enormous task. Uh, Stephanie, what's the best way to describe what you guys do? Uh, well, so we do many things. Uh, recently, our team uh, grew a lot. So we went from being about seven or eight people to now a team of 15. So we're a big team. So this allows us to do uh, more prevention activities on all sites. So we have a team that does, uh, like, I guess you could say classic prevention. So uh, workplace inspections, prevention of violence in the workplace, Uh, But we also have a team that takes care of uh, physical risk and psychosocial risks per team, and they do specific action plans for these teams. We have industrial uh, hygienists, and they take care of all the uh, legal uh, aspects, so like uh, working uh, in heights, uh, quality of air, asbestos, uh, so stuff like this. We have also uh, a team of nurses who takes care of all the vaccination, follow-ups when there's a needle uh, prick, uh, everything that touches when you're uh, first um, employed to RCS and you have to uh, fill out certain documentation uh, so they verify all this information. And we are doing more and more uh, activities for uh, to make sure that we have wellness in the workplace, which is also very important. So that's it. So we have a team that's uh, everywhere. We're divided by direction. So we have some people in the team who are more specialized for CDC, some of the team who are more specialized for the hospital. So the activities are pretty similar, but we have to adapt them to uh, the type of establishment where we are. I love how you slipped in and that's it a moment ago, because that's a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Audrey, uh, let me turn to you, because I want to know how you prepared for the crisis that we're facing. And and maybe can you give me an example of something that suddenly became a priority, maybe something you've always done, but, but had to ramp up in a way that you'd never done before? Yeah, it's uh, always been done, uh, the fit testing session. I think all new employee uh, nurses staff passed through there, but uh, we increased a lot the fit testing session, so it's to find a good N95 mask for, for you. Uh, so yeah, we triple. We passed from uh, 1,500 in one year, that's uh, our or moyenne, and we are at the 4,800 test since January. So it's a lot, lot more. Uh, we gave a night shift, day shift, morning shift, and yeah, 
we gave a lot of feedback. Yeah, masks have been such an important point of discussion the last few months, especially during this pandemic. Uh, but, but Stephanie, the issue of decontamination has also been brought up. How has that practice been utilized? Yes, uh, well, for sure. So as the, the need of N95 has increased, we had to find ways to make sure that we use our stock uh, appropriately and efficiently. So there's many things that we did. Uh, first of all, as you mentioned, there's the decontamination of masks. So we uh, were a partner in this project with IPC, with sterilization, with uh, nursing, and with logistics. There was first a study to see which masks that could be de- decontaminated sorry, and still be uh, efficient. So uh, once this study was done, then we started uh, decontaminating uh, specific types of masks that passed the study. And so now on the units where they use the most masks, we go through this process. This is one of the creative ways that we found to uh, address the talks of N95. So uh, there was definitely a lot of work done to make sure everybody has the proper uh, protective equipment. A follow-up question for you, Stephanie, as well, because I'm curious how much of this all comes down to you know, just education and sensitizing employees as to what the best practices are so that, you know, they can also help themselves to stay safe. And has that been more difficult just because they've been so busy or has it made them maybe more alert as to what truly matters? Uh, No, for sure. Everybody is extremely busy and a priority is always patient care. But employees are definitely aware that uh, in order to give the best care possible, they themselves have to be protected. So uh, they have been extremely uh, cooperative and collaborative for the fit testing. And again, if we talk about uh, the stocks of masks, you know, some people had to be fit tested like four or five times because their masks that they were used to using ran out, let's say, or was low stock. So we fit tested them on another model. But everybody pays attention and is uh, proactive to make sure that their own uh, safety is uh, put first. And and that's going to be important, uh, Audrey, going forward too, right? Because everybody seems to be talking about the possible second wave, right? Everybody wants to know, is that going to happen? When's it going to happen? How bad is it going to be? So what have you uh, learned? How do you prepare for that? Like, what are some of the types of things that you might be doing these days as we look to gradually reopen to a new normal? Because it seems to me like simple things like how we have lunch together, uh, even that's going to change. So what are you what are you working on and what are you thinking about going forward based on what you've learned over the last maybe few months? Yeah, we are actually doing an inspection. We call them COVID uh, inspection. This is for, as you say, even the lunch will be changed after after that or now uh, because yeah if you have a room that you lunch uh, nine or ten people at the table for now you cannot do it because you don't wear a mask you're chatting you're so you cannot eat like eight nine ten even three people in the same room at less than two meters so when we go on the unit we look a lot a lot of things but the lunch room the break room uh, the locker room, so everything that little details that we check, it's maybe surprising someone, uh, some of the staff, but I think it, it's going to be part of the second round if there's one. But now we are already there and we check big details, but small details like lunchroom, we go there and we make recommendation about that too. It's amazing. And Stephanie, prevention is, of course, just one element when we talk about support, right? Because we've got all these other great resources that are available for CS employees. You've got the COVID hotline for people who might have questions about symptoms, their condition, testing, etc. You've got the crisis counseling hotline for employees to just have an outlet to discuss how they might be feeling and then possibly uh, might be referred to the year-round employee assistance program, the EAP, which 
which always had four free sessions per year, but that was doubled up recently to help people out during these tough times. And that's just a great resource for anybody who might need immediate and confidential support to help you and your family if needed to resolve any concerns you might have about work, health, or, or daily life. All the details on these resources are available at cuswestcentral.ca slash support. And Stephanie, all that along with everything you guys do on a daily basis, must be nice to know you're part of that process. Yes, for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, we are kind of working uh, in the background, but I think we have definitely been a proactive element during this uh, pandemic. Our main objective is to keep staff safe so they can keep doing what they're doing uh, so well. As Audrey said, you know, we're already trying to prepare uh, the return to our new normal. Uh, we're trying to be more proactive so that if ever there was a second wave that we're ready and that uh, the stuff that maybe. You know, we we didn't know how big this situation would become. Well, now now that we know, you know, we can definitely be more ready for a second wave. Um, and I think that a lot of the education, as we've mentioned uh, before, has already been done, has been, you know, has started. So I think that we're definitely more ready for for whatever is coming next. Well, that's just great to hear. Nice to know that we're prepared and that help is out there for those who need it the most. Again, if you're on staff, all the resources are at cuswestcentral.ca slash support. If you're not on staff at CUS West Central Montreal and you need some help, you can definitely get that too. COVID-related questions, you can call 1-877-644-4545 or if you just need somebody to talk to, Info Social 811, great resource. So if you need the help, reach out and get it. Stéphanie Brisson, Head of Prevention in Occupational Health, Safety and Wellness, and Audrey Durocher-Jourdain, her colleague and personnel officer within the prevention team. Thanks for taking us behind the scenes, and, and thanks most of all for everything your team is doing on a daily basis just to keep us all safe. Big shout out to everybody there. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to special COVID-19 coverage on Your Health a podcast of the Integrated Health and Social Services University Network for West Central Montreal. Don't forget to subscribe at cuswestcentral.ca slash podcast or on your favorite podcast platform. <laughs>